Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 465. Tonight, I'm here with Alex Schlegel. Good to see you guys. And James Babb, the No State Solution. Yo, great to be with you. Yeah, let's all just talk about a two-state solution. How about a fucking no-state solution, baby? It's always where it's at, right? I mean... Just think how many. Or, or how about it's like really a solution for any problem? Name a problem yeah. that that wouldn't solve, right? Like it really solves every single problem. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. Yeah, so, no yeah. How do we want to start this bad boy off? Oh, uh, we do have. Uh, I'll start off saying we we have a new sponsor. It's a uh, WBS oh. Apparel. Why don't you Why don't you tell tell us a little bit? Yeah, I can't fucking talk today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about them, Victor Charlie? Yeah, WBS Apparel met these dudes at a gun show a couple weeks ago. Uh, very based. So all you Chads and Stacys out there, if you want some apparel, check them out. Uh, check out their website. Uh, check out PRL. W- check out the show notes. W- WBSApparel.com. Nice. Yeah. And uh, they got these sweet FUD shirts, man. So oh, they got yeah, some. Uh, yeah, man. It's just and, all uh, memed out, baby. Hell yeah. They got um they got some good Pepe hats, trucker hats. They got some great apparel, so check them out. New sponsor of the show. Hell yeah, brother. Um hell yeah. Yeah, so Babs, this is your first time partaking, correct? You've been away for a while. It's it's been a month. Yeah, it's been a month. <laughs> and I've been in countries that really don't like weed. I mean, like really don't like death penalty for weed. Malaysia, the Kingdom of Brunei, and Singapore, like they all are like, no, absolutely not. No weed for you. So, um, yeah, I thought it'd be fun to, you know, to fire up like, I mean, it's like it's like smoking for the first time, like your tolerance goes down to zero. So <laughs> anyway, so remember, so remember bad might have to bow stock, out. Right? This, this might be a two person yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and Liberty Stock, we do a real quick. Yeah, we yeah, we got some cool pre-rolls at from Liberty Stock. And this one is it's um guava ice flour with alien cookies oil and rolled in gelato keef. Oh so wow. I figured like <laughs> is that marketed well, toward kids? Is that, <laughs> is, that, is that what fucking what's her name? Tipper Gore is gonna be like. Oh man. Marketing the weed to the kids. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is. Oh, I think this pre-roll was like twenty bucks or more, right. like just for one like pre-roll because it's special. But, I think, yeah. Back this might reality. be a duo, real quick, Jared. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> of course, our. Uh, our this other, is not uh, going straight into the edibles, though. Yeah. True. You know. Oh, do I that have any? Let me check. Hold on. Oh, oh God. <laughs> what did I get ourselves into? <laughs> <laughs> of course, oh, Otto couldn't be here tonight. I don't know. It's some function, something. I don't know. Cannot join it better not be some Libertarian Party bullshit. 
No, no, we took care of that Friday night. Well, I don't know. You know, it could be some Zoom meeting, could be some LNC meeting. I don't know. Some kind of bylaws uh, motion needs to be made or, you know. Who knows? Hey, Forest Mommy, good to see you. Glad you're tuning in. No, we had a great Oktoberfest Friday night. Uh, That was a good time. Jared even came out. Um, Even Jared. Yeah, there was no guest speakers or formal meetings, so... It's just strictly that's my that's my kind of spot yeah yeah so it was a yeah it's a great spot das Beyer hall uh it's great german food yeah Zergut. yeah of course that's where the mises caucus likes to hang out you know so yeah we had a good time and uh otto hands out his uh we do uh it's actually I, I had the first award. He buys these trophies. I think he he actually replaced, replaced mine because it actually broke. I think I have it up on the shelf up here, but uh, I'll get it later. But um, he presented to me last year. It's the Heart in the Paint Award. And so this year we get uh, auto-nominated uh, Tim Miller. And uh, so Tim won the award, award just for Excellent. all the work he did. Yeah, because he, he, he worked his ass off pulling together that Rage Against the War rally. So it was, uh, that's quite a feat when you got to deal with the stage crew and working with the parks department and all the bureaucracy of the federal government and getting all these vendors. And so he worked his ass off. So he did not to mention it. communists, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> right. Dealing with them. And, so, then, yeah, and, then, was, and then on top of that, a bunch of libertarians too. So like he really earned right. that one. You know, exactly. Dealing with the autism and the bureaucracy and yeah, just the communism. Yeah. Yep. So. So, yeah, he, he got the heart, uh, the heart and the Alexander Schlegel heart in the pain award this year. And then um, we have a new award. And Jared, do you remember what episode I'd have to go back in the docks when we had uh, our friend Brian, uh, Brian Konkowski on? When was that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was, it was fairly recent. A couple months ago. Yeah, so um, we have a new award, and hopefully next year. I mean, I don't know, if, but uh, most most visited by the cops or by the feds, and uh, it was great. I don't have a picture of it. Maybe Brian. I think Brian's tuning in. Maybe he could uh, drop the picture of it in the in the chat here, and we'll pull it up. But uh, it was a great trophy, and it was a cop pointing a gun. It's like on what occasion would someone buy this like trophy? You know. So yeah, that's a new category here for the Mises Caucus in the ta- of Maryland. It's like talking to co- the talking to cops award. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or visited by the cops. So yeah, so yeah, it was it was a good time. Basically, it was just a social get together, and um, yeah, it's always a good time because a lot of a lot of individuals can't get out too often, so they always come out for this event, and it's good to see reconnect with everybody in the caucus here in Maryland. So. Good times. Good times had. Yeah, it was a good time. Jared actually came out, so that's always that's always good to see. Yeah, that's always good. Always but good. um yeah, other than that, man, what where could we jump off to? There's so many things this week that we could get into. I guess um what did we get? Did you guys Jared? see this Bucky's tweet? <laughs> right. Okay. Let's start there. Did you see this, Beth? No. Have you ever have you ever been to a Bucky's? First off, I mean it's they're what Texas. No, but I've I've always staff. dreamed of it. Yeah, I've dreamed of of going, but I've never had the opportunity. So, so here's the tweet. It says breaking. 
Hamas has launched missiles at a U.S. Navy vessel off the coast of Israel. Google USS Liberty to learn more. (laughs) (laughs) This is Bucky's. Like, this is actually the store. At least their their Twitter account. Wow. 49,000 views on that. I don't know if that's a lot for Twitter, but that's freaking awesome. Uh, It's good. It might get there. Let's do a number. Now I want to go to, I might do a special road trip just to Bucky's now. Let's see where they yeah. are. My parents went to Bucky's. They said it was awesome. I may have been to one in the past. I, I don't remember it. I don't think so, though, because it seems too epic to forget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't, though, Babs. You've been to, like, every state, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm checking the map to see where they are. Um, yeah, what's the closest oh, Bucky's? I thought they were, thought they were to... mostly out west, but no, they're in the east. Yeah. Let's see. locations. There's one in South Carolina. There's one in um, oh, there's one in Kentucky. Yeah, let's see South Carolina, Kentucky, Tennessee. Yeah, a lot in Texas. That's I guess that's where they're from, right? All right, here we go. We got a good map. So I, I guess the, the closest one is probably Tennessee, right? Or no, I guess is Georgia closer? It, it looks about or South Carolina, about South Carolina. The, yeah. yeah, they're all pretty far away. But if you're doing like a road trip south or or like through the Midwest, uh, stop in there. Yeah, here's a I guess we could add this to the maptism moment. But uh, fortunately, Otto's not here for the uh, but here, here's the map. Uh, let's see. Let me pull it up here. Did Bucky's get any flack for it. that, or like, are, are they like, good, are, are there like people trying to cancel them now for that, or like, what's their punishment going to be? Mm, who knows, man. There we go. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. If you're looking at the map, South, they're all South kinda, Carolina. All right, yeah, it's road Carolina. trip time, dude. Let's go for Florida. Yeah, look, Florida. Boom. Let's broadcast live from a Bucky's parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Nice. Well, I'll expect our checking them out from Bucky's any day. Yeah. <laughs> they had another great tweet. I guess Otto tweeted it out, but uh, but they were like, we don't support Israel. They started this mess. <laughs> something like Wait, Bucky said that too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something like that. Um, go through. Notice, uh, notice they don't have a lot of stores in, there, Jared. in, I think, in Brooklyn. Uh, I think it was, yeah. There's not a lot of Brooklyn-based Bucky's, uh, evidently. This was on our 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 Twitter. Yeah, I think I think Otto retweeted it, but then he goes on like a retweet rage, so he might have to go back a little bit. Yeah, but it was uh, they had a sign, I guess, in in one of the aisles. But yeah, they're pretty based. It's good good to hear. So, yeah, I mean, I saw like what they're sending. Yeah, that tweet too. They also had a tweet where they proposed making Israel a Bucky's. <laughs> they were like the only solution. <laughs> the so. Bucky's state solution. Uh, but yeah, it's getting goofy. Um, we had our bumbling, stumbling president. Uh, Babs, you're saying Janet Yellen saying, "Oh yeah, you know, th- we can we could afford two two wars or funding two wars." Correct. 
Right. She's Remember this, this, the empire has no brake pedal. So they just stomp the gas. They're like, yeah, you thought one war was great. Wow. Look at what we can do with two. And then, yeah. you know, and these same people, you know, they want to go to for three. They're dying to, they're dying to launch missiles at Iran or China. Like, um, Taiwan's just still sitting out there in the China sea, you know, who knows? It's, uh, who knows what's going to happen. Taiwan better gets, I hope, you know what? I think people in Taiwan are a lot, are, are pretty smart. They don't want to end up like Ukraine, right? Like, oh, you want America on your side? Really? <laughs> really? Right. Right. You know, you know, yeah. Or do you want the U.S. to pledge to, you know, to fight to the last uh, t- Taiwanian, Taiwani, Taiwan, Taiwananian? Yeah. I don't know what. It- <laughs> yeah. Who- it's getting goofy. And then you have people like uh, Lindsey Graham out here just trying, trying to tie Iran to, you know, Hezbollah and Hamas and already talking about bombing oil refineries and disrupting their oil industry. Um, even though there's no proof yet that they've been behind this, I think, and I don't know, Jared, do you have any boots on the ground report? What's going on over in Israel? Because you know, a lot of people, because our, our media is just, is, well, obviously it's, you don't hear about anything going on in the world, but apparently like Netanyahu is not too popular. He hasn't been too popular for months. There's been huge protests. Well, he was out, he, he was out and then somehow he's back. I don't know how that happened, but he was, yeah, he got, he got kicked out for like some sort of uh scandal. Like, of course, nothing like about war crimes or anything like that, but just like, you yeah. know a Trump like Biden type scandal. Right. And he, so, he got like, I believe he got kicked out of office and then I don't know, somehow he's back in like, who knows, man, they got their own deep state over there and it's basically the same as our deep state. And so, that's, and that's kind mean, of like, you mean, you mean Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah. The Mossad, <laughs> Mossad connection. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's the thing. So it, it just makes it, even more plausible and we talked about it last week that this just happened they allowed this to happen and you have an unpopular government look at us i mean you really think joe biden i mean this the the whole administration the whole deep state when things are bad the state goes to war war is the health of the state and i've heard hints of a possible draft one of my fellow co-workers he's recently just got out of the army. He's already talking about some of his friends. He was. Um, I dare airborne. them. I dare them to try that crap. I dare them to do it. I don't think I, they will. But if they do, you know what? I need a new project. Right? Let's let's go. You know, well, this, like. So here's Biden, Jared. Here's Biden. No just way on they're going to do that. Last, here's Biden on sixty minutes, and this was this was last night, and he's just talking about this potential wars on two fronts, and he's just the arrogance, the arrogance coming from him. And then there recently was another video. We can get to that one. But this this is Biden last night. Short little clip. But it just blows my Where mind it? that um, it's oh, I see uh, Biden 60 minutes. The war, like basically saying like, oh, yeah, we we, we could totally do two wars on, uh, on two fronts. And everything's great. Build back better. Let's go. Are the wars in Israel and Ukraine more than the United States can take on at the same time? We're the United States of America, for God's sake. (laughs) The most powerful nation in the history, not in the world, in the history of the world. The history of the world. 
we can take care of both of these and still maintain our overall international defense. Are the wars in Israel? Uh, yes. This is the wow. guy that can't walk up the stairs to his own airplane. Okay. Like, <laughs> seriously, playing Mr. Tough Guy, like we're the biggest, baddest thing and we can fight anybody at all the time. Like, who, is this guy like a, a freaking 13 year old on the playground? Like, what the hell kind of talk right. is that? That is just ridiculous. And then he said, like, at that. the end there, did you hear that international defense? That we're basically just saying, yeah, we're the world police. We're, we're to defend uh, the new world order. Well, the but, um, um, did you remember that Army War College report on they analyzed uh, what it, what the cost would be for a war, a sustained war with China? And they said, oh, it's probably going to be about 4000 casualties per day. And under the current model, we're going to need a draft for that. So if you want to mm-hmm. do the Iran, the, they're basically saying like, hey, if you want to do the China war, you got to do the draft because they just don't have the they don't have the bodies to 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 stuff in, in the coffins fast enough without it. I mean, hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully people wise up like this base dad. And this was floating around, um, I guess it's on Twitter. I stumbled across space it. dad. Um, no, uh, this base dad on, um, if there is an upcoming draft, because I hopefully more Americans, uh, have the same sentiments as this, as this dad. And, um, this was, this was great. Cause it just, um, so yeah, it's, uh, this, this is, epic. what if your child was drafted for war? Let me get this right. You want to pass a law to draft my daughter to send to another one of your foreign fucking wars for something you created so your arms manufacturers can make more money for your banker friends. Did I get that fucking solid right or not? Now, wrong elephant breath. My daughter will not be joining the military any way, shape or form unless it's to fight this fucking war that this government has started against its people. See how simple that is. The very fact that you don't understand the societal fucking rules about women and children. Let me school you a little bit. Now, the fact of the matter is you can't make your fucking recruitment numbers because your recruiters told so many lies like, oh, yes, you get the condo on the beach when you join up. Oh, you get to start here, but we're going to switch you to what you really want later. And the biggest boner up the ass, the VA will take care of you if you got hurt. Hey, the reason you can't meet the recruitment goals is because these young men have already voted with their fucking feet. They're not going to fucking fight. And the fact that you think you're going to get the women to fight, let me put it to you this way. It was one thing when you oppressed us with unbelievable fucking taxes. One thing, because we were living in nice homes and still eating pretty good. It's another thing when you spied on us to the degree that you did and made us realize that we don't have any freedom. It's another thing when you not only wrecked the fucking economy, but you fucking did it in such a way where you spent so much fucking money that went to special interest groups that the people never had a chance to benefit from it. And now when you have people that are homeless eating canned goods out of the back of their fucking car, you know what? They may do that for themselves, but they're not, their kids are not going to go through that. Motherfucker, you're going to find out what people will do for their fucking children. You protect women and children because it's a societal norm. It has nothing to do with being sexist or unequal in any way. The fact is, you should always protect people that are weak of themselves and always stand up for the right fucking thing. And the right fucking thing here is, if my daughter is going to be in a war, she's not going to have to go to a fucking foreign country to fight it. Fuck your taxes. Fuck your withholding. Fuck your FEMA. Fuck your IRS. Fuck you. Fuck your corrupt Congress. Fuck your corrupt presidents. Fuck your entire election process. You know, I could go on forever, but let's face it. The world's not going to live Dude, keep that going, long man. a fucking meteor solves a problem for us. So 
fuck you. And if anybody doesn't like what I'm saying, you know what you can do. If you do like what I'm saying, give me a hell yeah in the comments because our people yeah. aren't going to fight a fucking war for some corrupt fucking government. Boom. Hell what yeah. if you're dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Oh yep. man. So hopefully we got to get him on the show. We got to get him on the show. <laughs> Can we shout? I don't know, man. I don't. Future Uncle Dead. You and him combine the whole thing. The whole. Dude, that's show. Uncle Ned right there, dude. dude that's, that's like Uncle professional Ned. level. Wow. That's Uncle Fred, man. Yeah. Oh. Dude, that is that is perfect. The you know I I wish we also had like another version that maybe didn't have all the all the profanity that I could even share like to even wider audience. But I mean, it, it's it is yeah. it's it's certainly punctuated. Profanity is necessary, man. I I agree, I agree. But I think we need just more rants like that of all different styles. Like everybody should make videos like that, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's that is excellent. The recruitment recruitment numbers are down. Thank God, all across the board, they're desperate. I mean. Anybody? Did, did he, there was not one thing in there that I was like cringing on. Not a single, no. th- like every single word was no. like, "Yep, yep, yep, yep." <laughs> That's perfect. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I just don't see how they could. I mean, even if they I mean, would, honestly, if they instituted a draft, that would be the thing that finally wakes people the fuck up. Yeah. And kicks well, off there's a dude. whole body. There's a whole body of work to fall back upon. Like the doc, the from what they did uh, in the in the 60s and 70s, the the draft anti draft movement is well documented, and uh, it, people should start studying up on it. Um, like the um, 1971 documentary would be a good good movie to watch, and um, start the um, the Camden. What was it? The Camden 48. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's a large group of people that got prosecuted. I might have the number wrong. It was a large group of activists um, that got busted breaking into, uh, I guess, the FBI in Camden. And they ended up, the whole bunch of them, a whole bunch of people, and they ended up getting off on uh, basically uh, some combination of either jury nullification or um, entrapment, which was, which mm. was considered a bad thing back then. But they all got off, um, despite basically saying, "Yeah, we did it, and uh, you know we had good reason to." Uh, they all kinds of actions were being done back then. That people would wait, um, they'd go in the draft office after close and hide in the bathroom, or they'd go in while it was open, hide in the bathroom until they locked it up, and then they come out and destroy all the files. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> there's, I mean. You know now. You know what's that? What it would be the the uh, the modern version of, of doing that kind of monkey wrenching? Uh, but like I said, I need a new project. Send in, send in the looters, man. Just let's repurpose yeah. those looters. <laughs> yeah. make, Start organizing. Make them worthwhile. Yeah, we're going to weaponize the. You know that's like what does Philly have to offer this fight? Well, we're you know we've got we've got good looters, so you know let's somebody like channel that energy. Yeah. Oh man, why not? Nah, man. But like, yeah, his daughter's not, not gonna, gonna fight fly. unless it's unless it's in the war here against the uh, that the against the against us. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, more more uh, get ready for more uh, military propaganda during sports ball season. 
I mean, Joe's Joe's but not the biggest lying. Pushers, not- the biggest pushers of the draft will be the hardcore left, right? The regime mm-hmm. Democrats. And they're going to have all kinds of language about service. And, and they'll say, oh, Equity. it's not just we're not really drafting because you can also do civilian service instead. We're going to have this program over here. I guarantee that. that'll be included. A civilian slavery. Right. So but, our but, governor, oh, who do you, they can they you go to work for? Oh, uh, Lockheed Martin. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> our, well, Babs, you're. Okay, so let me find the docs, but our governor here in Maryland, uh, Governor Wes Moore, he signed it. Well, he's a former Army veteran. I think he's, he says he served in Afghanistan. I don't know. I'd have to look up the docs on that. Um, or he served in combat. I don't know to what extent. But um, he just signed into law just a couple weeks ago of it, it, like national service or state service, if you will. So you graduate high school, there's a program you can go into, and I think they had an open, you know, application process. Um, let me look it up here. I'll get back to that. Um, but yeah, like a, um, basically like a state service or, you know, you can sign up for a year and um, kind of like, and, and this was historic. Like he's the first to ever do that. All Joe, this is already happening. Yeah. Joe says it will be join army today and brought to you by Pfizer. It literally already is. They've, they've been playing army commercials during, during the yep. fucking NFL games. Yeah. And they're already um, <laughs> like pretty much um, a couple NFL teams already. And they try to make it all cool and shit. You know, they try yeah. to, they, they're like going after the zoomers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you um, can just play video games and then like, you know, it's like playing call of duty. And then, and then you get your, your leg blown off by a mortar. Well, speaking of involuntary servitude, um, for anybody that becomes like gains U.S. citizenship, um, like through immigration, you know, like, oh, you got to come here legally. I only want legal immigrants. They sign an oath of allegiance. Have you guys ever read the oath of allegiance? If you Google just oath of allegiance, but basically you agree to to be drafted. Um, It says you'll um, you'll bear arms on behalf of the United States when required by law. Um, or perform non-combatant service and that I will work um, and that I will perform work of national importance under civilian direction when required by law. So anybody who says, oh, legal immigration, you're basically agreeing to be a slave. Like, and, mm-hmm. and I know people sign it and they don't really mean it. And I don't fault people for that, but, you know, understand that they already consider every, basically everybody their slave anyway. So that would they would they call it a draft? They 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 won't use the word like it'll be. You'll, no. we'll we'll see some some of their best marketing go into this program if it well, happens the, at all. Here's the best marketing. I mean, this is what they have here in Maryland. Uh, let me see if I can share it. Do you want me to pull it up, Jared, or do you quicker on the draw? But it's uh, their whole website, and it's Governor's Office on Service and Volunteerism. Volunteerism. So mandatory, mandatory <laughs> volunteerism. Yep. And um, yeah, so this is and, and they highlight the whole program on the on the one home page. They have the picture of our governor and attorney general. And he was I believe he was a colonel in the Air National Guard or the Army and, you know, two black gentlemen. So they're totally preying on that aspect of it. And just, you know, very go- going with, uh, you know, opportunities and 
equity and all really just touting this all the buzzwords just Mm -hmm. all the buzzwords rolled into one you know like yeah like oh black history month let's talk about this and you know purpose of our office the governor's oh shit my bad skip back here um yeah, AmeriCorp. It's all tied in. It's just insane. It's like a giant um, self-licking ice cream cone of propaganda, mm-hmm. right? Like just yeah. people awarding themselves for giving awards to pat themselves on the back for spending on something that might. But anyway, is this do they have a mandatory thing in, involved in this? A Maryland AmeriCorps or is it just like a just a make work program? It's a make work program. You have to apply for it, but I guess it's the this is like the first state that has done has done this, like offering like, oh, you could do a year of service, quote unquote, post high school, sign up and apply. Um, because, you know, for for opportunities. So Jim Bovard's the one that destroy he, he always destroys those kind of programs. Like we had to get him back on there. Like like the federal um what was that like civilian like oh, not um, Peace Corps, but something similar. Peace like anyway, just ter- these things have ter- it's, it looks sounds just like that, but on a federal level, yeah. and the, with the worst results, just always the opposite. Like it, like they think these are going to like give people better graduation rates, and they're worse. You know, mm-hmm. they'll increase scores, but they lower scores. You know, like <laughs> do they get jobs? No, they get fewer jobs. You know, like yeah, he's he's all in on. Um, our our governor's all in on the agenda 21 and you know un agenda 2030 and world economic forum talking points i mean he's all in on all this uh the the woke agenda and he so and he's just the, the total photo op he's he's being groomed for something bigger i mean it's it's clear it's so evident but anyway but yeah, speaking of uh, neocons, how about uh, and I guess maybe he's so forgettable. I mean, being a libertarian presidential candidate, uh, one that doesn't even get the nomination. But uh, Austin Peterson, how about that goofball? I mean, Austin got to do a little scuffle with him, huh? I yeah. can't believe I can't believe he's still out there. I thought he had yeah. finally just 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 rid the world of his presence. But I guess I had successfully like don't have him in any of my circles anymore. So. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I only ever really see him on Twitter occasionally. Yeah, that's the thing. I guess maybe he just showed up in my sphere recently. So he was going after LP National. He he was going back and forth with Dave. This is one tweet um, that he put out. Is he is he always has always has a big problem with Libertarian Party, and that's libertarianism. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, right. Where's the one that we actually said? Um, I think it's the next. Go down a bit. It's in there. But yeah, he was dunking on the Rage Against the War rally, showing the the, the tired picture. It's like, dude, we've talked about this before. This is um, just about the Russian flags in the background. And it was three individuals at a a rally of over 3,000 some people. You know, what are we going to do? Have a flag patrol? Uh, You know, basically, uh, yeah, here... Here it was. This was, well, you know what? I mean, the uh, people on yeah. the left got, got <laughs> even more of that kind of crap. They like Code Pink. Code Pink was pissed that libertarians were going to be included in that thing. They didn't want to participate in uh, in that rally because, oh, we can't work with libertarians. And the, the quote I heard from them is, um, well, you know, we don't want to work with somebody that, you know, when it's over, will want to harm us. 
Like, like as if somebody from like, have you ever heard a libertarian be like, oh, I really want to harm code pink. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, well, I guess been, if you say, I guess if you if you think something's your property, you're, you're harming them because they can't have it. Right. Like, right. The like, worst they're going to do to you is leave you alone. Okay. Like, don't worry, code pinks. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, whatever. We, we've been against the war, you know, um, for the forever. So if you want to work with us, great. You know, we'll work with anybody that, that needs to stop these wars. Just, you know, I will. Um, it's no time mm-hmm. to, to stay within your little fringe circle. Right. Like, I mean, literally, there's psychopaths like steering the ship towards possible biological nightmares through their gain of function, world war three economic, you know, <laughs> turmoil. Like, yeah. Yeah. This guy. And um, yeah, Hunter, he's a Republican who joined the LP right on Hunter. And that's the thing. He, he still has, I guess, I guess maybe the only reason he showed up in my spheres. Cause I, I guess I follow him on Twitter. Or I maybe, the PRL account does. I don't know, but host of Wake Up America show with Austin Peterson. So he's what on a talk radio show. So of course he he can't say anything outside of the you know three by five allowable opinion. So and I don't know. I guess did he speak out at Liberty Fest two years ago? So he's still out there grifting. But some of the neocon shit, like w- f- with what he said recently. So. Well, look when you don't have a. That's the thing. These guys like this don't have a real job, so they have to. They have to be constantly saying shit like this to to keep the grift going. Yeah, to stay relevant. Like, and, dude, professional podcasters are like usually fucking pathetic. <laughs> like, right. Dude, I mean, look. Let's be honest, man. Like, this isn't my job. This is what I do for fun. Like, yeah, we're semi-pro. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah we have enough. Never suspected that our lives don't depend on the on the on the ad exactly. revenue from this. <laughs> yeah, we have like exactly. one advertiser. <laughs> Actually, two. I mean, thanks to I mean, WBS Apparel, right? Yeah. yeah, but you know, I mean, of course, I'm sure people are impressed with our professionalism and assume that we're making huge amounts of money through our views and. <laughs> i just so. you know you just see you just see this grift over and over and over and it's like maybe get like a real job and then do this as like your side hustle and then you can kind of remain pure and you can kind of like just say what you really think instead of just like saying what you know is going to get clicks and get you into fights with like the lp for well, some well, reason so like well, what video wait, what video is that the um Oh, it's just a Jeremy Kaufman. Kaufman. Yeah, Kaufman video. Is that the War is Gay video that he's commenting on? Or what is that? No, no, no. This is no, no. So go ahead, Jared. Yeah, you could go back on the reply. So he he was going back and forth with Dave Smith. Um, I hate this fucking format. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah. So um, here's the original, original, original. Yeah. So this was the original in the libertarian movement. Notice that saying I'm not a doesn't he doesn't say he's a libertarian, but he's been (laughs) he's been inserted himself in the movement for over 15 (laughs) years. Right. I I come and go. I grift and go. He's been in the movement going on 15 years when it comes to foreign policy question to the foreign policy question. I've come to the conclusion that many libertarians hate the U.S. more than they love freedom. I I think it's about equal. Well, uh, that's I why mean, I think the I think the more you love freedom, the more you hate the U.S. government. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, how do I think our, natural progression? <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying. Yeah, I think there's a pretty good, you know, uh, correlation there. 
That's why you get this reflexive anti-U.S. and by extension anti-Israel narrative so often, and why so many of them buy into 9-11 truth or narratives at home with Black Lives Matter and Rashida Tlaib types. I have thought for a while that it's likely that some are actually being manipulated or even directly paid by foreign powers. Putin. Putin did it. Yeah. Putin. Putin <laughs> but then it. there are the useful idiots. The few who are objective and can see the faults in every government are few and far between. What? So basically, how does that last been, sentence we're, we're make pick- with, match with the rest of it? He had, I don't know. He had a rap. I don't get somehow. it. Yeah. So, he just, we, and so then he just goes on and on and, and Dave Smith chimed in and then he was clapping back at Dave Smith the most principal motherfucker out there. And even him, like, you know, to Babs point, Babs calls a Dave a socialist. So no, no communist, but, a communist. Yeah. <laughs> for unleashing the cop. Yeah. <laughs> and for, well, and for, and for but, uh, defending uh, communal property. Yeah. But this was Dave, communal this was Dave rights. clapping back at uh, Austin Peterson here. So he said, or just maybe uh, we're not being paid foreign assets or useful idiots but just people who recognize the wisdom of non-interventionism. Perhaps we notice that the U.S. interventionism has been an unmitigated disaster and the greatest purveyor of violence in the world over the last two decades. Perhaps we recognize that the, these decisions are made not by a wise poli- uh, political class that has our nation's best interest or humanity in mind, but rather a network of crony companies that would kill hundreds of thousands of children to increase profits and not think twice about it. Because he's... Austin is just going off on like Israel full supporting it. And I guess I was unaware of all the cringe things he said. Um, But like I said, he just popped up on my radar. So I was like, all right, fuck this guy. So I had to clap back at him with the, uh, the classic Kaufman. uh, You are a retard. (laughs) And of course he had to quote it, quote it, calling us a bunch of Lulberts. But anyway, but it was so true. So many people commented like lately. And I was like, I, I guess I haven't been paying attention to him. And for all the right reasons. I mean, stop paying attention to these grifters because it's clearly for the clickbait, the algorithm. Mm-hmm. But it didn't even yeah. look like he got that many clicks or anything. So I don't know. Like, not really. Like, kind of backfired on him. So but here we are giving him attention. But I think yeah. just uh, using him as an example of, of you know, the kind of losers that you encounter, the people in, that insert themselves into the movement mm-hmm. and they're, you know, and they're they're always they always have a problem with libertarianism. Like I've seen it yeah. so many different ways. They're like, yeah, you libertarians are great. But if you just weren't so libertarian, we could gain some power. You know, like you could be, <laughs> you know, what do you think? Power, you know, like we can get some votes. You know, yeah, and, and, and donors, my donors, <laughs> my votes. Yeah, it's uh, no, all the time you hear that all the time. Or, oh, if you just been a little more mainstream on these issues or if you just changed a little bit. on And this, it's, it's always so- every I've heard it on every issue. It used to be drugs. Mm-hmm. Then it was foreign policy, immigration, like just it's one it's one thing after another. Oh, and what was his clapback? He basically said we're anti-Semitic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what? It, yeah, my my my, my, my hey, what's that? Pull it up again. There, what do you, what do you say? Uh, I gotta I gotta figure out how to like should have deleted it. Navigate this shit. He probably oh, did. Man. Oh, hit the quote tweet. He's the only one that quoted that. Because uh, yeah, that's what to Bab's point. It just kind of backfired on him. It didn't really go anywhere. Because. 
Yeah, I guess people are just a. But uh, it says yeah. the libertarian Jew hater cringe is strong this week. Not realizing that <laughs> that Jared Pirrell is our Jew card. <laughs> and Coffin's Jewish too. Yeah. You are. And I used to play in the Klezmer band. So yeah, how can yeah. you say? How can you say that? Yeah, you got a crazy like, a half a Jew card. So anyway, it's just ah, fuck them. Anyways, I, I always thought he was a douchebag. I mean, even though like, oh, what a what a, John McAfee, you had Austin Peterson and Gary Johnson. What a fucking world. Those they were, were the running. Options. Yeah, that was the options in uh, 20, 2016. I think yeah. it's time to start bringing the, this batch of contenders onto the show to run the gauntlet. Oh, I don't know. Do we really want to do that? I'll be honest. I'm so I just don't care. <laughs> I was I was <laughs> approached, I was approached by a certain someone to actually work on uh, potentially doing you know helping out in Maryland on a campaign. I'm like no, like I just it was at the Oktoberfest. We could talk about it more in the after hours. I'll, I'll talk more in detail um, for those that want to tune into our after hours. Just three Fed notes get you in the after hours with us. Oh live. yeah. So I think notes. you know what we should talk about on that. I think we should talk. We should we're gonna we should do in depth discussions on monkey wrenching the slave state, right? Okay. And if they re, if they go if they move on any direction on this draft, things we can do to physically disrupt their operation. Does that sound? Does that I, sound uh, like some good bonus? Like not for you know. <laughs> well, honestly, I think a lot of it's going to be done, you know, via via the internet via you know computer sabotage hacking that sort of thing i mean that's really that's certainly that's certainly one area but there's there's going to yeah. be others too because there's there's the physical offices there's the engagement yeah. there's the this is where we're taking people like you know there's there's a lot to it in the physical world that needs to be addressed yeah i gotta go uh one example this was the catonsville nine this was in may uh, may 17th 1968 and I have the, uh, let me pull it up here. I think I have it down in the uh, chat there, Jared, if you want to put the article. But this, this was based, um, so this was during, obviously during the uh, Vietnam War. Um, nine, pe nine people entered the Selective Service Office in Catonsville, Maryland, removed 700 draft records and burned them with homemade napalm in protests against the war in Vietnam. The nine were arrested and in a highly publicized trial. Um, they were sentenced to jail. Um, this is right yeah, down the street from us. Yeah, there's a placard. It was a a Catholic. I think there was one of them, a couple Catholic priests, uh, members of the. I, believe. I like these quotes they have here. Mm -hmm. We have chosen to be powerless criminals in a time of criminal power. We have chosen to be branded as peace criminals by war criminals. From Father Daniel Berrigan. Yeah, you know this was something. I mean. Not to get, you know, this was when, um, and I guess I could pull it up in the after hours. I'd have to get in the docks, but you know, that's one thing I saw in this past week. I mean, here you have a priest in '68 being based, saying, you know what, like, no, to be pro-life, you must be pro-life across the board, and this is wrong. This is evil. We're burning these draft cards. How many so-called Christians in this day and age? And I and I saw it with my own eyes this past two two weeks now with everything going on in Israel, you see these Zionist Christian nationalist 
past pastors um, just calling for the murder of Palestinians, just calling to turn it. There was this one mega church and um, we'll, we'll talk about it in the after hours, but it was just so awful. And I'm like, my God, you call yourself a Christian, like the evil, just to things they were saying and, and li- waving the Jewish flag, like what a bunch of status, what a bunch of flaggets. But anyway, um, but it, it's just so wrong. I mean, the Israeli flag. Israeli flag, yeah. Just flying the 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 star the, the flag and wearing it like capes and just like in in a so called church. I mean, it's total mega church. It's not real. But um, yeah. Well, I mean, are there? I, I know the religious movements were important back then. Uh, do you think we can count on them now, or do you think everybody's been bought off? Well, like, I think they've been bought off, and I I don't I don't. I think it was in the sixth, I think it was around that time frame where a lot of these churches where, you know, oh, you speak out against the government, you'll lose your tax exemption status. So I think that's why you don't have in most churches in this country, the outrage, the moral outrage against, you know, a potential, potential draft like they did, you know, with the Catonsville nine in 1968 and many others throughout throughout the country. I mean, that's why I think they've quelled the anti-war. I wouldn't say quelled, but that was, that's what they had to do post-Vietnam War. Same thing with the embedded reporters. That all came out uh, post-Vietnam where it was directed by, you know, the military through their communications and having these, quote, embedded reporters. So they really think they're getting all this information and that they're on the ground really seeing what's going on on the front lines. But what they're given is like canned responses can um, what they can, what they cannot say. They're escorted. Oh, let's check out this area because they don't want the truth to get out there. They don't want um, reporters um, like what was going on during the Vietnam War, where people actually saw the horrors and what was really going on. So it's just this censored, oversensitized, just um, controlled narrative that we get. And most people are like, oh, well, look, they're on the front lines. These reporters are, no, they're not. No, they're not. They're allowed to be there and shown what they can see, what they can show, what they can talk about, and that's it. But, uh, Jared, can you, know, you pull up the Camden 28 link? Because uh, mm-hmm. th- this was a, th- these guys were mostly uh, like Catholic priests and nuns and whatnot. And um, when was this? They have, there's this, a st- was- this is 1971. Okay. And, um, there were, I guess, 28. Uh, here's their statement. Uh, we are 28 men and women who, together with other resistors across the country, are trying with our lives to say no to the madness we see perpetuated by our government in the name of the American people. The madness of our Vietnam policy, of the arms race, of our neighborhood, of our neglected cities and inhuman prisons. We do not believe that it is criminal to destroy pieces of paper which are used to bind men to involuntary ser- servitude which train these men to kill and which send them to possibly die in an unjust, immoral and illegal war. We stand for life and freedom and the building of communities of true friendship. We will continue to speak out and act for peace and justice, knowing that our spirit of resistance cannot be jailed or broken. Um, And the jury found these people not guilty, even though they broke into an office and they had been heavily infiltrated early on by the FBI. So it was, it was basically, it was one of these like, uh, setups. It was a setup, but it uh, the jury stopped it from you know from going any further. But nice. you know this is where that this is the kind of shit that we're going to need to be doing. 
if it comes to it. You need to be packing juries. Well, or um, you know, visiting <laughs> visiting their offices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot of courage to do that. But it's a different it's a different climate now. Like I don't know if there'd be you know, what what would be the community support, right? Do you think like it's hard to know, like, is this like this was a popular movement back then. I mean, there were hundreds and hundreds of people involved in these things and each city uh, had their own factions and, you know, groups. And I, I just don't know, you know, if, if anybody cares now, you know, it's like so many relevations like pulled, got people out into the streets back then. Now people. Well, I got to think if they fired up the draft then people would start caring. They created a bioweapon and then accidentally released it on the world <laughs> yeah. and then locked everybody right. down for three years. Okay. Yeah. And and to sell vaccines. Yeah. All right. Yeah, like, like to Shannon to Shannon's point, like, um, oh, it wasn't that one, but she was just and and I don't know. I, I see your point. I see yeah. your point, James. But I, I think I don't know. I think like, oh, we're gonna send you to war rather than like, okay, you're gonna have to stay in your house is gonna fire people up, hopefully fire people up a little bit more than I agree with you. Like it's you know, disappointing. But if they, but. you know, they they control the media more now than they did back then, and mm. and it seems like they've got. Um, I don't know. I guess Pfizer. you know, with, with Twitter now being semi like open to to uh, communications, you know, maybe that's you know might be at least something. But I could see that being for now. you know limited as well, right? Like. <clears throat> Oh, you know, like just already, let it dominate, um, and then if they really need to put the screws on Elon, you know, for 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 the war effort, you know, I, I'm sure he'll comply. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, I I think they're already cracking down on Twitter in Europe. Uh, well, I mean, they have ridiculous. You can't even share memes in Europe, but they're already um, going after that Linda Yaccarino, who Elon. I guess is promoted or hired as the CFO and they're already going after her to remove content on Twitter. Uh, what's coming out of the Israeli, you know, Gaza, like anything coming out of Gaza, anything coming out from the other side to be censored and they're calling for it. So I don't know. Twitter might be limited. I think we're going to have to find alternatives. We'll have to, discuss that in the after hours but. so i'm just saying like well what's the what's it going to look like the resistance movement when they've got if they have all the communications tied up like i mean they were able to control the the covid narrative really well they were able to control the the ukraine war narrative really well um even the iraq war they covered that they could handle that narrative pretty well um now they've got it seems like i don't know a lot of control over information and can make people believe all kinds of crap so i mean what would they would they accept the draft? I'm going to say they will if it's marketed properly, and I'm sure they're doing market research right now to to figure out the right keywords to use. And it'll be it'll be equity, and it'll be you know opportunity, and and like <laughs> service and giving back. But it all depends because if it's like your kid getting sent over there, like how delusional can you be? Like, you yeah, I mean? Look at all these parents that are sending their kid into government schools right now. Right like, what's back, the difference yeah. between sending your kid into a Baltimore public school and, and letting them get drafted? Honestly. Probably have uh, 
you might come out of alive, out of alive in a war zone than going to a Baltimore City public school. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, at least, well, at least, at least when they draft you, they give you they give you the gun. You know, you don't. Oh, have I gotta to bring find that. Own. I gotta find that. Uh, oh yeah, there was this signal. kid. Yeah, let's take that. You want to take that over to the after hours, Jared? Let's talk about uh, that one. Where do wait, you have? Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Was that the gun the gun incident in uh, the elementary school in Baltimore City? Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought maybe it was that because um, yeah, it was some. Still got ten meeting. minutes left, dude. Let's not short oh, really? these people. Yeah. Oh, damn. What time is it? It's eight fifty nine. We we didn't start right at eight. Oh, okay. We were late to Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now, some kid. It was in uh, an elementary school in Baltimore City this past week. And for one, it's like, wait, you're in seventh grade. You're almost like sixteen. <laughs> but he was. I guess some school that was quote special needs and the kid got in an argument with his teacher and he left the school, threatened everybody. I'm going to come back here with a gun and rolled up in there with uh, like a polymer 80, like 3d printed gun, like ready to go. So I'm like, okay, first off. And they left out like a lot of key information. Like, okay, how the fuck did this kid get this gun? But it was all just, ghost gun propaganda and we need more gun control and just this is insane these schools and it's like and i had other questions i'm like why the fuck this kid is like 16 and then like it's still at it like a seventh grade level or why is he still in school you know what is going on here but yeah it's out of control baltimore city did you find the uh did you find the docs there jared that you were looking um for? yeah um, but you can keep uh, vamping while I get it ready. Uh, but yeah, so you know, and of course, they're uh, one of the things. Listening to Normie talk radio, they're like, oh, "Are these are these criminals grooming kids? Are they grooming kids to be school shooters?" Right, I won't actually read this. I won't actually share the picture because it has like people's names in it. Oh, okay. But uh, Shannon has that like next door app. Oh, right, right, right. And that it's was... so entertaining because it's all just like Karens and shit. <laughs> Oh yeah, I had to complaining about their COVID. neighborhoods. Yeah, I had to get I, rid of I, it. What's that? I had to delete it during COVID because I, I yeah, I was just I had, like it was infuriating, like yeah. all the Karens, and I was just you know like Karen. COVID I had to Karens. too, but Shannon yeah. just fills me in on like the funniest ones. Oh, okay, that's good. So, you have, so this like, one came, that, yeah, this Go one ahead. came through the other day, and it says, uh, so this is from someone living in this is like kind of a shitty area near like Towson. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, hold on. And it says uh, with every she says with everything going on right now in this world, are our kids safe to go to school tomorrow? I'm worried about my four kids safety right now. And the parents decision is hard when it comes to letting them get their education or their safety. Pray for everyone and my kids, please. Now, this was on Friday the 13th, like the day of jihad. That Yeah, this really... was like on the supposed day of jihad. And then someone Worst responded ever. Someone responded, you live in Winston Govins. I don't I just don't think Hamas is your worry. <laughs> right. Which is like a neighborhood in Baltimore. It's like Yeah. It's like don't worry about it. You're okay. It's like yeah, I think you gotta worry about your kid's safety every day sending them to that shit. <laughs> like Right. It's got nothing to do with Hamas or, or global jihad. It has to do with government schools and yeah. prison camps and Yeah, these kids are out of control of, too. Because yeah. like one of the things um and and you see more of it, and it is it is a uh, with these district attorneys that are appointed and these prosecutors now. 
it changed slightly with this new, uh, I guess, uh, attorney general in Baltimore City. But there's still those remnants of like, oh, well, they're only 16. They can't be charged. Or if they're 16 and under, they can't be charged. And you're seeing these kids doing violent shit, stealing cars, like car thefts is an all-time high. I mean, there's kids just breaking into cars, joyriding around Baltimore, turning them over. But these kids just they don't they don't even get a slap on the wrist. They get a misdemeanor. They might show up for juvie court, but it's just a rash of kids, you know, as young as eleven. There was a kid arrested, and it was his like sixth or seventh car, and um, it, he was involved in six or seven like uh, car thefts, and he was eleven years old. It's like my God, this is out of control, and uh, so some dumbass is worried about like, oh no. Hamas, Friday the 13th, day of jihad. It's like, ma'am, you, li- you live in Baltimore and send your kids to the public schools. Yeah. Like, calm down. Just perspective. Well, at least, kids, at, least, at least kids can learn a trade in Baltimore, right. evidently. Right. I mean, so. that, yeah, that does go, you know, if you show kids, they're able to learn hands on, you know, but that's. Well, with, the, with this Kia shit. With the oh, Kia, right. the, the Kia hack. My uh, actually, my mother-in-law's car got stolen via oh, this fuck. hack. Yeah. Does she have it? It's, it's a Kia. Yeah. This. So oh, they did man. the whole. Basically, you could just jab like a, a USB in the in the steering column, and then boop, you're out. That's or you it? break the steering column, and then you jab like a key. You drive it into like the keyhole or whatever, and then you can just like steal the car. I recommend like the that. club. Well, yeah. Now we'll club. see. Now We're Kia. Making... Now Kia is giving away clubs. Yeah, Baltimore Instead City like they, building yeah. building not shitty cars. There was a lawsuit. Well, they just Baltimore let's face City it. Those sued Kia and Hyundai because of this rash of car thefts. Yeah, and and they were handing out. Well, the out Koreans clubs. just never see the Koreans totally underestimated the ingenuity of the average eleven year old in Baltimore. Right. That's right. So, <laughs> yeah. you can't really blame the Koreans for not seeing that coming. You know, they're like they're like what. First, yeah, my man had a Saturn for like. That was my first car ever. Was a Saturn, really? Yeah, never <laughs> got, got stolen. stolen in Baltimore. Oh, Didn't get stolen. Just started leaking oil and. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. not a good car, but. Yeah, no longer. Yeah, they went away with what the GM bailouts when when GM that was. Saturn mm, maybe. Pun. Yeah, I think that was there. That was it. Anyway, but. Yeah, it's wild. They were cool though, because they would have like these like little yeah. events. They would have these little like meetups and shit. My parents would always go and bring me as a kid. What like Saturn meetups? Yeah, like I don't even what? know what they were. I guess they would give them something. Probably it was probably like a you know like the timeshare. Like oh, you get something for free. But I, I don't know uh, what it was. I'd have to ask them today. But they, they would the go and like sit through this like meeting. They show them like all the new cars and like I would get like cookies and shit. <laughs> what? I was like. Just think it back. I'm like, all right, this is like kind of that timeshare, like propaganda type stuff. But like, it's kind of brilliant. Kind of makes yeah, you feel was, like you're part of a community of shitty cars. That was some like 90s marketing. That sounds like a 90s kind of pre-internet kind of uh, yeah. campaign, like marketing yeah. campaign. So, yeah, that makes sense. No, no one's going for that shit these <laughs> days. I had a Saturn SL, but the Ion, the Ion was the cool one, right? That was like the sports car one. Yeah, well, uh, Brandon, my first car was a Kia. That thing was a piece of shit. 
I only drive Japanese shit. That, them motherfuckers know how to make vehicles. Well, have you seen uh, Kias are looking pretty good these days? I mean, I think they've really improved they their look quality good. over recent years. Uh, they look good, but they're, seen they're the, like wanna, easy to steal. <laughs> they're a little too easy to steal. Have you seen the um, the the EV? Their EVs like EV six, and now they've got the the like the three row SUV EV nine, like a fully electric SUV. Like this thing looks mm. like a pretty useful vehicle. Until the grid goes down. So yeah, would you yeah, trust? Would you trust that with battery technology? <laughs> I think so. You know why not, dude? I don't know. Yeah. They've got to. I mean, not car wise, but they've got to improve the batteries on like other shit. Because like, I was looking at new vacuum cleaners, and I was looking between like so domestic, Jared. <laughs> well, every vacuum cleaner I buy fucking breaks in like two years. So I'm like, let me just spend up and get like a fucking nice like. um Cordless, see these no, are the see, married the thing- guy problems see these are what you these are the problems that married guys face like yeah i've been through so I've vacuum this, cleaners. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> well see the cordless one i was like that would be cool because then you don't have to plug it in but the problem is the battery life on them is like fucking horrible it's like 20 minutes like dude i can't i can't do my whole house in 20 minutes and i and i'm not gonna like spend multiple days vacuuming dude it's like one day and then that's it baby what about a roomba I have a Roomba. Oh, okay. It doesn't do that. You job. can't you can't do like like thick cardboard on it by the front door. Yeah, but that's being repurposed, okay? <laughs> We're not the gonna Roomba's, talk about it. Yeah. We'll talk about that in the after hours, Fed boys. <laughs> yeah. That's the Fed tier. Thousand yeah. bucks a month. Speaking yeah, of which weaponize, weaponize your Roomba. <laughs> that's how we're going to fight the draft. Yep. Weaponized Roomba's brigade. <laughs> you just see like a little like army of those rolling down the street, and like you just one stops under every car in the parking lot, right? And then yeah. anyway, in Minecraft, of course. Yes. All right. Um, yeah, I think we better on take this one over to the after hours. Let's um, do it. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for coming on. We admit to certain felonies. Yes, we're get, we're riding that line. So. Um, so yeah, we've got a few sponsors. We've got Libertarian Country. Um, they sell awesome T-shirts. Uh, if you enter uh, promo code PRL, uh, you will get um, you will get twenty percent off your order. Um, if you order fifty dollars or more and you enter PRL two, I think you get what twenty percent. Roger that. Fifty um, more, twenty percent. Yeah. Um, so those guys are awesome. Um, and then of course we've got WBS apparel. Uh, they just signed up. They're great too. Also, they sell t-shirts, but they sell other shit too. Um, it looks like cool stuff. Um, what is our promo code for that again? It is promo code Hoppa was here. Bam. H O P P E was here is our promo code there. So, so sure to, to punch that, that bad boy in. And yeah, I think that's it. And uh, yeah, till next time, live free or die. Statism could break the blood that is shed. Drenching the flags of the tax bombs and bread. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? So did the gods and the death machine. You can't justify killing.